That's right. It's time for another edition of America's <laughs> favorite game show. What if you had to be? <laughs> we're going to be doing we're going to be opening today's episode with what if you had to be? And this is a hypothetical game show where we do a little just do a little brain teasing, do a little do a little thought exercising, get our minds ready for this really just fucking brain bending episode of Everyone's a Critic that we're going to put together here. You keep um, looking at me in the corner of your eye so yeah. sheepishly well, like, "Ooh, what am I about to do to you? I, well, What's about to happen to you that you didn't know about?" No, I just didn't realize that my mic was cocked at a weird angle and now it's too late. <laughs> Now it's much too now late. Now you're like really kind of giving me giving me eyes here. <laughs> I um, like it. So, what if you had to, babe? What, <laughs> yeah. What if you had to be on a desert island for the rest of your life? <laughs> what What three celebrities would you take with you? Brie Larson. Okay. Tessa Thompson. Okay. Lavar Burton. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Fucking knew I'm it. predictable. So why why LeVar Burton? It's because it's because LeVar Burton can see heat like the predator, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, got all that engineering knowledge. Just turn on that visor and can spot deer from ten thousand miles away. Yeah. All right. And I think that'd come in real handy. All right, my turn. Do me. Uh, okay, if you had to be a desert island for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, same question? No, different question. Oh. Still about desert islands? Yes. Okay, if you had to be a desert island, <laughs> what three beverages would you bring to consume for the rest of your life? Uh, soy milk and almond milk and macadamia milk. Wrong. Water. <laughs> no. It's an island. No, you mix the three of them together. Okay, uh, scratch almond milk because it, it's fucking nasty. It's throw not in, good for the environment. Throw babe. in hemp milk. You get all your nutrients. It's a superfood. Three different superfoods all in one. So what if you had to be on on a desert in a desert island for the rest of your mortal days? What three salad toppings would you take with? <laughs> would you take with you? Croutons. Okay. Uh, croutons. Okay. And some croutons. <laughs> just a lot of just a lot of I starch. I just really like salty bread. I hope you have a water source on your island. You boil it. Yeah, you boil some seawater. Okay. Yeah, and I right. don't know. Make it better. You just boil. It. Listen, if Tom Hanks can do it, I could do it. All right, all right. If you had to be a desert island <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know this one's gonna be hard for you what three articles of clothing would you bring uh poncho mm -hmm. okay, rain, okay, uh, rain, okay. rain poncho rain poncho emergency rain poncho um designer sunglasses and skis so that I can get around the sandy beach really fast and fun. I just, my favorite part of imagining you on a desert island is something that obviously listeners don't know because this is an audio medium, but your boy here does not wear shorts. Your boy only wears blue jeans, listeners. That's yeah. the only thing he wears. But I'm on that desert island all by myself, so I'm going to do it like Mad Max skiing around with my sunglasses and my big poncho, my big oversized poncho. I love you. If you had to be... I'm done. Yeah? <laughs> okay, go ahead. If you had to be in a desert island for for the rest of your remaining time on Earth, what three cars would you take with you? Um, 
I would take a a Toyota truck. Okay. I would take Name one model of Toyota truck. Go. The the truck kind four four wheeled truck (laughs) with two doors. (laughs) And I would take a motorcycle. And I would, I don't know, maybe like a Camry, something reliable. Something reliable. I mean, it's got to last a long time, you know, probably, so maybe, hopefully. Maybe like a Camry. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe a Civic. Yeah, a, ni- a nice Camry leather seats, that way you can eat them. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Jonathan. And today, we have some, what I assume are great topics. I can Fantastic say that, topics, I can say I that can my topic you. is very good. Uh, what we do every week is we pick topics, uh, and we you know bring those, we, we find funny reviews within those topics, we review the reviewers, and then we bring those topics uh, in those reviews to each other and to you, so that we can all laugh in these dark, dark times. <laughs> Just a shining beacon. Just a shining beacon while we all scream into the abyss from... Uh, you know, Thursday to Tuesday. As it also becomes us. Yeah. So uh, I'm going second. I will go ahead and say that we are, you know, definitely raiding that Amazon pantry. Oh, shit. We're yes. definitely getting into that Amazon pantry. Let's go ahead and get started with you. What you bringing? Chugga, 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 What's well, that? What's, what's a chugga, 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 Hey, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. So we're going to talk about some southern gravies today. Okay, southern. But we got our white. We got our white gravy. We got our brown gravy. So this is going to be another note that while you lived in the South your entire life up until right now, you are not Southern. Um, uh, we, we are going to talk about... I mean, literally the entire thing, 0 to 25, 26, 27. I don't know how old I was when I moved to the Pacific Northwest. Oh, my God. <laughs> my dear, it was like... 0 to 28. Eight months ago. You're 0 to 28. Okay. same age. So nearly three decades in the, the glorious, the glorious uh, bad at voting South. We awesome. are going to talk about red-eye gravy... And chocolate gravy. Okay. Do Sick. you know? Do you know what red eye gravy is? I got. I actually literally. Okay, I'm not going to use the word literally. I don't have a fucking clue. I'm so excited about that. I was kind of hoping that you weren't going to know. I was really hoping that I could tell you what red eye gravy was, and then me and everyone else could get your first reaction to what it is. Just, just whole and beautiful and true. Is it the gravy that you eat before a really late night flight? Yes. That helps you fall asleep and then gives you really bad dreams. Um, no. Red okay. eye gravy is what you do when you make a, a, some country breakfast ham. So you make some ham slices in your skillet to have with biscuits. Uh-huh. And then the ham oil that's in there. Well, you just pour coffee into that. Uh, coffee? You just pour coffee into that and then you just scrape up all the dribblings. And then you put that on your grits and your biscuits and your ham. I mean, I, I think most people lost lost the plot a little bit at the scraping the bits into the coffee, but that I, I'm losing you at the putting it on the food. You de- you deglaze the pan with coffee. Yeah, no, I got that. And then you you that is the gravy. That's and red eye you, gravy. Okay, I just um I don't know if I want coffee on my biscuit. That's where you put it. Okay, sounds <laughs> sounds interesting. 
Um, what part of the South is this? Is this a thing in? Uh, I mean, my my great grandmother made it. Okay. Uh, I know sure my isn't... my grandmother has been known to make it. My parents did not make it, but they spoke of it a lot. I have had red eye gravy. We're sure this isn't just like a thing in like prisons where you have to get uh, wait, where you have for to get innovative that your, my, with your food. My fucking paternal lineage is all from prison. Thanks. Well, well that's cool I mean, and fun. I mean, logistically, that wouldn't work. So that's not what I was implying. But I, maybe like, it was like no, born out of like no, depression no, era prisons. No, okay. no, no. Right. My 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 father's grandmother and my father's mother were not ever in prison. I didn't think um, so. I thought maybe the tradition was out of. No, it's not out of prison. Okay, it's just the South. Okay. Anyway, which for some folks, stop. All right. <laughs> So I know it's a thing in Middle Tennessee is all I'm saying. That's where my family comes from, folks. Okay. Middle Tennessee, where they eat red-eye gravy. Are we going to get fucking nasty on all recipes? We are going to get fucking okay. nasty on all recipes if you're quite finished. No. <laughs> okay. The recipe is from Norma. The recipe is exactly what I just told you. There's really just the one way. Okay. To make red-eye gravy. Some people in the recipe say to add additional salt, which I would not suggest because country ham is already extremely salty. Turns out. Turns you're, out. You're good. So can I, before we start getting into the reviews, I just have one lingering question as someone who's never heard of this before. How, what, what thickens it? Do you just like cook it down? Is it just reduced? Some people do add flour. Okay. Um. It depends. Some people say it's not traditional to add flour. Some people say it to add flour be too thick in it. But it's it's more like a like an on It's more like a an oju. An oju, whatever. Okay, but but you like pour it over your your carbs. Yeah, and so it kind of soaks in. So it's it's like you reduce it a little bit, so it's like a little bit glaze like, but it's not it's not gravy in the brown gravy sense. I'm just gonna assume that it works. And then if you leave okay. it on the table for too long, all the fat separates, and so you just have real nice ham fat on the top, and then just coffee underneath. Okay, the, which just looks super appetizing. It, yeah, it sounds appetizing. Oh boy, my mouth is is it's just a watering, isn't it? It's it's just a it's it's wetter than the Sierra Nevada. Sang Girl too. Sang Girl has this two-star review. I had never even heard of Red Eye Gravy when I saw this. I was intrigued. I feel as if I must have done something wrong because I didn't like it. <laughs> I came from Seattle where we love <laughs> all things coffee related. And yet, this wasn't what I imagined it could or would be. Maybe I just need to go try it from someone who knows what they are doing. Brownie face. <laughs> no, I think that's that's your human mouth having a normal reaction. This sounds good. I mean, I did enjoy it the one time I had it. It is isn't a unique taste for sure. Yeah, I just can't. I don't know that. I mean, I love some fucked up shit. But, <laughs> I know you do. I mean, I. Peanut butter grilled cheese, man. But I don't know. That just sounds gross to me. <laughs> can't quite. I can't pair those things in my, in in my your, brain. In your brain? No, I really can't. Sarah C., has this four-star review. I cheated and added a wee bit of flour because I wanted the gravy to be a bit thick. I served it with sautéed kale and garlic <laughs> and popovers, and it was fantastic. This dish must be an aphrodisiac. My boyfriend jumped me at the table the, do- the minute we were done eating. <laughs> okay. All right. 
And the really sad part. Yeah. That was a four star review. Oh. <laughs> damn. Damn, Cersei, damn. But also, nothing with garlic is ever... I'm sorry, but no. Sautéed kale, popovers, garlic, and red-eye gravy are not an aphrodisiac? No, turns out all those things that make your mouth a toxic nightmare escape. I think maybe I'm just going to take a nap for like four (laughs) hours after that one. You cannot. You have just had red-eye gravy. (laughs) Yeah, true. It's a a real problem. (laughs) It's it's real like farm food. It'll get you up and going. Yeah, but but straight out into the fields, not, you know. Not to the not bedroom. Traditionally. traditionally. Donna Kay has this four-star review. Red-eye gravy is a true Southern tradition. There is even a little jingle. Grits and gravy and black-eyed peas. Do-da, do-da. Lol. We either... <laughs> <laughs> We either had a ham steak with it or fried catfish, but there was always grits made with it instead of potatoes or rice. Oh, and the grits should be buttered, salted, salted and peppered, not sugared like cream of wheat. Did you make the fucking recipe or did you just take the opportunity to give us all a little history lesson in your own personal life? Just a, just a little history lesson. Thank you, all recipes. And what's funny, still a four-star review. Still four stars. Don't know. I Wha- guess... I guess I guess the tradition's just not quite there. Tom, with an H, has this four-star review. My mom cooked the salt-cured ham over high heat, removed the ham, and just added water. Removing all the ham bits and salt from the pan made the red color. Great on biscuits and grits. She never used coffee. Okay, so core concept. So core, core concept. She, did not ma- she made a ham gravy. Okay. Is what she did. Okay. Which is fine. You can make a ham gravy. We're going to do one more thing when we talk about red-eye gravy. There okay. is. We're going to come away from all recipes for just just a second. All right. Just, just, just briefly. We're we just could gonna, stay. We're going to just away. quickly dash okay. past the Amazon warehouse. Okay. Where they sell just instant red-eye gravy in a little satchel. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so instant Folgers coffee and fat solids. Cool. Basically. Right. Uh, and we are just going to read a couple of quick reviews. This is a three-star review from Bob Ross. Ooh. Back from the dead. Not really what I expected. <laughs> I mean, no, it wouldn't be. Turns out when your entire... Your entire like traditional recipe is based on the luxurious act of deglazing with coffee, something that you've cooked in a cast iron pan that your family's had for like 3,000 years, and then you put that in a little packet, it's going to suck dick. It's going to suck dick, but not for Richard D. Not, okay. not for Dick, who has this five-star <laughs> review. It was exactly what we wanted and expected. I'd deal with them again. You'd deal with them again, huh? I, I'd... I'd deal with them again. Okay. So so red-eye gravy for them is something that they use before they get in like a bare-knuckle brawl for money in a big ring. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Question. Oh, good. How many tablespoons of fat do I need to make the gravy? Answer. I did not buy this. <laughs> I mean... Fuck me. There's so many valuable... This this product deserves answers and <laughs> really needs answers. And this product has like a lot to answer to. So I would very this much like This product has it. a lot to answer for. Amazon customers, I'd very much like it if you stopped fucking around and answered a question. Just once answered a question. 
On this one especially, because it's really scary. Question. Does this product contain wheat flour? Answer. I'm not sure, but it was horrible tasting. (laughs) Gross. I tried different ways to use it. Make your own. That's That's such a classic Amazon thing now. We need like a sound to go with it. I know. The same, the same guy from earlier, Richard D. <laughs> I have no idea. God. But save your money and get some real salt-cured country ham and make some real red-eye gravy. <gasps> Richard, I thought you'd deal with them again. <laughs> yeah, ri- what the hell, Richard? Did you get hit in the head too many times? And then answer from, from St. R. Wash-in-C. Wash there is no wheat flour in this gravy mix. Oh, there, there they are. Somebody pulled up the product page and looked at the ingredients list. <laughs> Thank fuck. Thank fuck. I just, does Amazon like text you questions as if it's coming from Amazon itself? I I have no idea how it works, because but it's that's the, so humorous like, to me. That's the only reason I would answer because if you get a text with a question and you're gonna, you're, you feel weird about ignoring it. <laughs> so you got to say something. So you just say, I don't know. I, that- I literally would just swipe it away unless the notification wouldn't go away and then I wouldn't be able to handle that. Oh, I mean, I would too. It, I, it's from an unknown number. I don't fuck with unknown numbers no, like at all. never, never. We're millennials. Yeah. You drop all those calls. You screen those calls. You screen so, calls from people you know too. Well, but people always been doing that. That's not new. That's not people new. People have been not answering the phone for as long as there have been phones. Speaking of Amazon... I'm like so I like want to get excited about the Amazon pantry, but I know that it always like just creates a deep pit of ire inside of me, like deep inside of my lungs and my heart and all my organs. Oh, Amazon is evil, really fucking evil, but I don't want to leave my couch. We're doing the Amazon pantry. We're getting up in there, raiding it like Vikings. What are we doing in the Amazon pantry? That Good poor question. tambourine. That poor tambourine. Pretty badly damaged the last time I did that. <laughs> Definitely, got, it's got so many bent little discs. It's got so many bent little little guys. So for this week, I I went into I what I wanted to do was herbs and spices, which is a whole category Uh-oh. in the pantry. Uh oh. Uh-oh. And I thought I could make some sick jokes about like how nutmeg gets y'all fucked up or whatever. Which yeah, but then I stumbled on something way better. We're doing Colonel Seasons. Wildly flavored popcorn seasonings. Okay. Now, that sounds g- great and fine. If anything is likely to get us a cease and desist, it's this because it's very specifically targeted. Uh, we are just looking at Colonel Seasons. Now, if you don't know this, it's the little the little bottle, the little brightly colored bottle with the little like popcorn guy <gasps> on it. The brand of that is Colonel. Oh my fuck! Yeah, that's these. Colonel Seasons. Colonel Seasons. I yeah, didn't yeah. know that was a brand. I like. I- they're this like gimmicky popcorn seasoning You've shaker. You've seen them, Pete. Little You've shaker. Seen You've seen them. So we're going to get started here. Some stuff that we kind of expect. And then we're going to get fucking wild in act two. Oh, no. We're going we're gonna to party down. We're going to break dance all over this thing. But we're going to get started light. And we're getting started with the basics. We got we to gotta start at the, at the foundations. We're looking at Colonel Seasons Popcorn Seasoning Butter. It has a three-star rating out of five. Oh, no. Uh, so that's not good. Oh, yikes. Our ingredients. So so if you want to make a powdered butter flavored thing for your popcorn, what do you put in it? You put in maltodextrin, butter blend, salt, dextrose, oleoresin, turmeric, 
disodium inosinate and disodium guanylate. Anato and silicon dioxide added to prevent caking. And what we all wonder is, if that's the anti-caking agent, what the fuck are the other things? Who knows? Turmeric's for color, I assume. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? We have a four-star review from Beantown Jim. Oh, boy. What I needed. Oh. If you have a bunch of microwave popcorn, bought a big box at Walmart or Costco, but have tired of the same old stuff, then get this. It adds theater quality to the popcorn. I was very careful to find not popcorn salt, but popcorn butter topping. The difference is this. You cannot add popcorn salt to already salted microwave popcorn, or you'll have an inedible salty mess. This shaker contains dry butter, which... <laughs> Which goes well with microwave popcorn. Well, shit. Best of all, the same butter can be applied to hash browns and other dishes in place of butter. <laughs> no, it's not identical to fine melted butter, but we're talking no fuss and no muss. I need him. I need it to stop. You know what else is no fuss and no muss, Beantown Jim? What's that? Pulling a stick of butter out of your fridge, taking a butter knife and going, swoop, 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 swoop. Right, right in there. But no, let's 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 put powdered butter on our hash browns. We have a two-star review from Gary F. I'm really sad about Jim's hash browns. I'm so sad for those hash browns. They didn't do nothing to nobody. <laughs> and Gary F has some shocking news for us. What is it? Doesn't quite taste like butter. What? From the theater. Gary! It's a little it's a little disappointing that this doesn't taste nearly as good as theater popcorn butter. I even sprinkled so much that the white kernels turned yellow, but still wasn't buttery enough. Gary. You can barely taste the butter flavor. Stop it. Best to just melt some real butter and pour it over your popcorn. Oh well fuck. Do you think that's the what? Do you think? Huh? Do you think? Especially especially maybe if you have a microwave. You know, if you're making microwave popcorn anyway, and you can just microwave you just, melt some butter, you don't even have to get a pan out. Just buy the like $3 box of Kroger's butter. It's like super easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I, I I was trying to imagine like pre-microwave butter, and I was like, I don't think they just sell like melted butter. I don't think we're oh, there yet. But wouldn't that be? They could even do it in like the bulk section with all the health food. You just get a little, get a little bottle and just... Oh, no. We have a three-star review from Patricia. I'm in a very strange mood today. I see that. I like it. I'm so sorry. We have a three-star review from Patricia P. Surrey. This is one of those things that looks like a great idea, but the final effect is just meh. It makes the popcorn taste salty buttery, like the bag kind. So what is the point of making fresh? I do like to add it to mashed potatoes, though. Patricia. Patricia, listen. Butter melts in mashed potatoes. <laughs> Stick butter, even. Stick butter, it melts in mashed potatoes. You just you just pull it out of the fridge, take a butter knife, go schwup. Schwup. It, it drops right into your potatoes. It even measures itself. It has it does, a little marks that tells you how much is a tablespoon. What you don't even time, have to do that. What a fucking time to be alive. I mean, it's it's the future. It's the future. Budger, butter, 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 Badgers. Butter measures itself. <laughs> Oh, my word. We got one more review for butter topping. A five-star review from Barack. Yum. How many reviews do we have for badgers? <laughs> None this week, but that, that'll be my next topic. Uh, five stars. My husband really likes the flavor. He uses it on his oatmeal. Now, now, let's not do that. 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're like a savory uh, uh, oatmeal kind of person, but like it's hot. If it's hot, it will melt butter. You just, you just get some butter. If it's hot, like this shit's expensive. Yeah. If it's hot, it will melt butter. Just put butter in it. It is better for you. It is better <laughs> to use butter. So that's the foundational stuff. We got the butter topping, which really, that's what we all wanted. That's all we ever asked for. Really, but that's all we Colonel ever asked Seasons for. But then Colonel Seasons came around to our houses and said, no, no, no. You all need to fucking party like it's 1999. And we're getting started here with bacon, cheddar, popcorn, seasoning. Okay. All right, Colonel Season. And this is, if you want to make, if you want to make, you know, batshit crazy flavors, this is the first place you go. You got two crowd pleasers. You got the pig and you got the cheese. And you put those two things together, not kosher, pretty tasty. So what do we got in this bad boy? We got cheddar cheese. We got salt. We got coconut oil, maltodextrin, bacon flavoring, corn protein, sodium cassinate, citric acid, chives, onion, parsley, silicon dioxide added to prevent caking. So we actually have some, like, real veg in there. Which is interesting. Which is interesting. Definitely at the very bottom of the ingredients list, though, even below, corn protein. We have a five-star review from Eddie N. Adds flavor. I am on a low-sodium diet and use this on my eggs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, does is there salt in it? No. Well, fuck. Okay, I guess, like, because cheese... Oh, no, there is, there is, there is, there is. Oh, well, then, what are you doing? It's the second ingredient. What the fuck are you doing? Because I was going to say there is a lot, like, cheese is pretty high in sodium, and bacon is obviously high in sodium. There's salt in the cheese powder, too, so you get double salt. Well, then, honey... Yeah. Honey, yeah, it's not yeah. going to work. Not working, not working on it's them eggs. It's just not going to work there. We got one more one more review. We're, we're going light on the on the bacon cheddar. As as one must as in one order must. to maintain like health and wellness. <laughs> Derek W. A bit overpowering. Three stars. <laughs> this was the second in the flavor profile of this popcorn seasoning. This is the one that started me getting into other things like soups or just seasoned hamburgers. The taste is incredibly bacon, 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 bacon. I love bacon. This is very overpowering. Was that written by a Labrador Retriever, do you think? <laughs> do you think maybe, because I feel like maybe if like just really excited puppies wrote reviews? It's, it's, the, it's the, Labrador, the Labrador Retriever from the Bacon Strips commercials. Very rich now. Very wealthy. Yeah. Very successful. Can afford, can afford his own laptop. Yeah, basically. Because I think maybe he was just in the pantry, ate some of this. It's what got him started. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I could eat some soups. I could eat some hamburgers. <laughs> I could eat some bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. Question. I love dog reviews. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now I'm. Is this good on pork rinds? Is it? Answer. It's good on all kinds of things. <laughs> Popcorn, plain chips, even burgers and chicken. I don't see why it wouldn't be good on pork rinds, too. Can you imagine you go over to your friend's house for 4th of July cookout? Yeah. And everybody's just looking forward to that good, that good animal protein. <laughs> and your buddy, your buddy pulls out the chicken breast. And it's a nice chicken breast. It's a nice ass chicken it's breast. It's that good ass Tyson chicken breast from the Yum. Walmart. 
You pull that. Pulls and it, it has just been on the grill. It is dry no. as a fucking bone. No, no, no. It's been in the package, in the sink, in hot water thawing. Oh, that's true. So that it could go on the grill and get dry as a fucking bone. And it, Yes. And then you put it to dry it out on the fucking bone. <laughs> and then you put it on the grill to let it get dried out as a fucking bone. And then your buddy pulls out the fucking bacon cheddar seasoning. And your dick gets hard. <laughs> Yes! And then you realize it's maybe time to download Meetup and meet some new peeps. Or that. Chocolate. Am I right? Are you? A- am I a chocolate? Am I right? Do, do yeah. you have to be? So, so chocolate gravy, that's a Southern tradition as well? Yes. And I will say that this is actually one that I was not super familiar with as a child. Like I, this is not one that I had heard of until my adult years working in the South. I think it comes more from like Alabama. Okay. And that sort of thing. So is it, I mean, we're going to find out, but my, my immediate question is, is it chocolate gravy like named in like a funny ha 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 dessert pizza kind of way? Or is it like actually chocolate gravy intended for savory use? It is actually chocolate gravy intended to be served on biscuits for breakfast. Oh my gosh, babe. I will give you the recipe for this one. Half cup butter, four tablespoons unsweetened cocoa powder, all-purpose flour, white sugar, and milk. So it really is sort of like a a loose chocolatey pudding. See, and that's where I'm getting confused because there's nothing savory about that. But it is... It's just a, cho- a chocolate sauce. Yeah, pretty much. But okay. um, But you eat it... Over biscuits. Okay. So, uh, okay. Okay. All right. And it it only has three quarter cup of sugar in it. So it's like not. I guess I just, I mostly think of gravy, like by definition, gravy has to be derived from like a fat that's already in a pan normally, I feel like. I mean, that's where gravy traditionally comes from. Yeah. Is you take what's in the pot and you make it a gravy. Right. Yeah. The the pot liquors. But... (laughs) Listen, I did say pot liquor unironically like three <laughs> nights ago. And I do want to say that I really appreciate you not calling me out and dragging me for it. Because it's, uh, it's an awesome phrase. It is an I awesome phrase. I would never phrase. do that. Um, I like it is basically a chocolate sauce. I don't know the history of it. I didn't look it up. I assume the only reason it's called a gravy is because you eat it with biscuits. You didn't look it up? I didn't. I mean, I know we both have full-time jobs, but come on. I know. But I did get all these these great, great, great reviews. Yeah. So this recipe is chocolate gravy two on all recipes. Oh, because the first one wasn't good enough. <laughs> the first one just wasn't funny. Yeah, I could see that. Katie did it. <laughs> Has this one star review. I only eat 18 Weight Watchers points a day. And this... <laughs> Yeah, but Marie Osmond, no, <laughs> no, she does Nutrisystem. Oh shit, wrong one. <laughs> and this gravy cost me five points before I even add anything else to the plate. No, I like the weight loss, and I don't want the clown butt coming back. Uh, okay, so you didn't make it. Didn't make it. Reviewed, didn't make it. Reviewed it based on caloric content, which honestly, I think you get a pass on this one. It is chocolate gravy. This this next one is a little bit a, a little bit magnanimous, but not I feel like in the way that you would traditionally consider it. Okay, so it's it's a magnanimini. A magnanimini. Magnan- so we got it. Here, here here's the here's the intro. 
Like Nanny Beanie. That's precious. Uh, Job G has this one star review. I like to think in a past life, I was just one of those precious moment statues. And one day, just one day I got... Just in the little yeah. tiny baby Jesus. What? Yep. One day there was an earthquake and I got knocked off the shelf. And then I came back as this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks, I wish you could have seen the way Jonathan just gestured to his whole self. Gestured to my hips. Um, <laughs> Job G has this one star review. Takes minutes to make. My friend from Alabama was visiting and her gram would make this for her. Nice that simple things can bring someone a moment of happiness. One star. (laughs) Uh, Magnanimity indeed. (laughs) I mean, really, just heading towards that finish line with so much zest and gusto. And then then just tumbled right onto their face. (laughs) I mean, they were just about to win the Kentucky Derby and then, and like, then sideswipe. Just, just nudged another horse, yeah. Christy C. has this four-star <laughs> review. Very good recipe. My husband has mentioned several times that he had chocolate gravy in the 70s while visiting Alabama. I had never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, who didn't? <laughs> I had never heard of it, but found the recipe here and surprised him. He says, thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up, dude. And I just like that all of the things that like that happened in Alabama in the seventies. This guy has just always been like, yeah, you know, one time way back in the seventies in Alabama, I had chocolate gravy. <laughs> the seventies were a crazy time, man. Crazy time. Crazy time, man. Martin D has this five star review. No, I didn't make any changes in the recipe, but I will do it again. Okay. Which just sounded so threatening. It sounds it like a little most, murderous. It was yeah. the most threatening way to leave a positive review I've ever read in my entire life. What will you do, Martin? <laughs> like somewhere that that's the final clue that sends Monk like to the killer's house. <laughs> and then we end the episode. Holly H has this five star review. My Tennessee granny didn't answer the phone, so here I am. <laughs> Not that she has a written recipe anyway, and I'll definitely mess up a pinch of this, a dash of that. This is pretty close to perfect. After making and devouring it, I read the other reviews. In hindsight, the other reviewers are not wrong when they say they added a little extra cocoa and salt. Still, it was just what my pregnant southern self was craving. The way we eat it, six servings is for six biscuits, not six people. Enjoy, (laughs) y'all. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. The the I think the the fact that it was a pregnancy craving maybe explains why there was there was a little bit a little bit of anger there, a little hostility, a little bit of hostility towards poor old grandma who probably don't know how to use her Samsung too well, <laughs> who probably tried to answer the phone but just could not get the little green ring out of the circle. I mean, most in, in most instances instances you would just be like, well, I guess I'll make a different gravy or just do something else. But uh, pregnancy craving, I get that. So, so, <laughs> God damn it, Grandma! <laughs> Five voicemails I left you, Grandma. <laughs> grandma finally gets back to her later. Is everything okay? How's the baby? Is what's happening? Everything's fine. I talked to my Georgia grandma. <laughs> she took my call. <laughs> um, Lisa, 
<laughs> L has this five-star review. My old babysitter used to make this for me at least once a week. We haven't stayed in touch for personal reasons. This is the closest <laughs> I ever came to it. I added a little more sugar than what it called for, but it turned out perfectly. 10 out of 10 would make it again. I mean, damn. <laughs> you, you don't, I mean, you can just skip it. It's. You can just skip it. You can just skip it. It's you so, can just as easily not. It sounds real bad. You could just skip it. For personal reasons. Or, you know, I didn't just say all recipes is not your therapist. We, we keep saying it, but. No, all recipes is live journal for uh. old people. <laughs> um. God bless. Yamaha 6 has this five-star review. Not many people have heard of chocolate gravy. If you try it, you will be hooked. This has been passed down from my husband's family for several years. As someone said above, a must increase cocoa to half cup and add salt, about a fourth of a teaspoon. Great with biscuits. <laughs> and personally, I prefer light spam. <coughs> Yes, spam. Fry upon both sides and enjoy with biscuits and chocolate gravy. Dip and enjoy. Can I say yummy? <laughs> and low. <laughs> and low. The spam be fried on both sides. Not one. One side is right out. <laughs> What else is in the pantry? Oh, God. Okay, so earlier in the episode when I promised that we'd get to the second part of the uh, Colonel Seasons Prime Pantry... Pandemonium? Pandemonium. The things were going to get fucking crazy. I'm excited for things to get fucking crazy up so, in here. So what happens when you take a bunch of sharp, sharp flavors and sharp, you know, chemicals and make them really fine and then put them in the air? If you had to be... If you had to be a really fine if you, chemical. If you had to be a very, very finely ground chemical, what chemical would you be? Well, you'd be Colonel Season's dill pickle popcorn seasoning. Oh, I do love dill pickle. Oh, no. Primary ingredient, white distilled vinegar. Oh, shit. Okay. Salt, dextrose, sugar, dill, citric acid, malic acid, garlic, disodium, inosinate, and guanolate, natural color, and so on. We have so a, really, this is just salt and vinegar, popcorn seasoning with a little bit of dill in it? With a little bit of dill, yeah, and some okay. citric. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We have a one-star review. Do we ever. On what is about to be a real train ride. Shelly Moore causes choking, coughing, impossible to consume. Oh, no. This stuff will choke you down. I love dill pickle flavor chips, so I was disappointed. This is basically inedible. I have even shared it with my coworkers, and no one can eat popcorn with this on it without constant involuntary coughing. Oh, no. Stuff goes straight up your sinuses. Oh, shit. We have a one-star review. Ryan Yatman, don't buy. Your stuff is awful. You can cough on this dill pickle stuff. Goes through your nose. This is like powdered sugar, but dill pickle, it makes you cough. Goes through the nose and very unpleasant. I'm sorry you have that same problem with powdered sugar. <laughs> That's weird. It's like it's like powdered sugar, but dill pickle. <laughs> dill, dill pickle, powdered sugar, obviously. 
We have a three-star review. Choking hazard. Also very tasty. Holy shit. By, also very tasty. By Alexandria Graham. Listen, the death, it was bad, but the knife, very sharp. <laughs> very sharp. <laughs> oh, great. Strong taste. Kind of addictive. Con. Hard to eat on popcorn because whenever you breathe anywhere near it, you inhale very fine vinegar dust. Oh, my gosh. Still tasty, but now you're choking with popcorn in your mouth. Which we all know is like the worst thing. It's the worst kind of choking because it just gets every place that it could be. Yeah, it's like it's like just below steak in terms of food that's likely to call the paramedics. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you cough with it. Oh, oh boy. We'll order again. Too dang tasty. Can't ignore respiratory distress. But please don't die. <laughs> Friend, please don't die. We have a four-star review from Cross Country Girl. Very dilly. We first sprinkled it on warm popcorn, and the pickle flavor was so pungent that we could not eat it. It kept going into our noses and made us sneeze. Same with cool popcorn. Make no mistake, it is like dill pickle in powder form. Very powerful. So we use it sparingly in mashed potatoes. Both regular and sweet potatoes. And rice for flavor, and it is delicious. Why are you doing that to sweet potato? Hey, hey, can we talk? Hey. <laughs> I love how that gets weirder and weirder. It's like <laughs> ma- mashed potatoes, it's like, that's kind of weird, but some people put vinegar in their mashed potatoes. I mean, yeah, you yeah, could just you do can, like, that. You can roast potatoes, put dill on them. That's actually pretty fucking tasty. And some people, I feel like uh, distilled vinegar in, in mashed potatoes is yeah, like a yeah, thing you happens. do sometimes. Little so tang, like, little tang, little you tang. can just do that. Hey. White, you can get a tub of a jug of white distilled vinegar for like two bucks, but uh, you know, whatever, sure. Hey, buddy, what you doing to your sweet potatoes what there, friend? What are you Fred? doing to your sweet potatoes? Also, you your doing? rice. What did your rice do hey, to you? Hey, at least rice is like just a just a carrier for other things. Sweet potatoes have an own flavor. Their own. It belongs to them. <laughs> and it doesn't like what you've done. No, it really, no. Them, them yams ain't done nothing. I mean, maybe dill and yam flavoring would be delicious. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We have a three-star review from D. Clipper. Good pickle flavor. Just causes a strange cough response. (laughs) I like that there's this spectrum of people who were like, this nearly killed me. And then the other side is people who say, this nearly killed me, but I like it. But I like it. Hurt so good. Hurt so good. Question mark? That's the kind of sex I like. Oh. (laughs) Flavor is good, but there is... for an Amazon review that just says that because that's what people are. This is the kind of sex I like. <laughs> Dill pickle and vinegar. <laughs> Flavor is good, but there is this odd quality about it that makes a cough reaction. Not just me, but the others in my home too. No idea what that is about. I do like it though. That is just a weird thing. We use it on our popcorn. <laughs> Turns out it's that very fine vinegar dust. Vinegar dust. I keep reaching for the glasses I'm not wearing so I could take them off and rub my face. <laughs> because this is like, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. Did you stop wearing glasses because I made fun of you in that one episode? Yeah. Because I said you had four eyes. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> and now I just have two eyes. We have one last review for Dill Pickle before we get really heinous. We're going to get more heinous than, gonna... than vinegar in your nose? Than fine vinegar. Yeah. Two stars from George K. Ugh, what was I thinking, lol? 
<laughs> what was I thinking? What? And that's it? That's it. Oh my goodness. What were you thinking, George? Oh, babe. I'm so I'm so stiff and sore from spending all day in the vinegar mines. Oh, and I've been inhaling that fine vinegar dust while I chip away at them them load vinegars. But if you have mesothelioma, yeah. I have I know a number that can help. Mesovinegarioma. And yeah, you can call this you can call this number, but what they can't help you with is if you've been in the buffalo wing mines. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Colonel Season's buffalo wing. So now here's here's where we go. Okay, boys, girls in the in the room in the in the room at Colonel Season's labs, we did the vinegar dust. <laughs> that hurt people's bodies. That they it only did, get one it of. Did, it did hurt their bodies. That they only get one of. And their lungs and their noses. Oh, oh, I got an idea. I got it. Yes, yes, Jared. Yes, 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 Jared. What if we replace that vinegar with cayenne pepper? Oh, my fuck. <laughs> no. Well, Jared, that would be mace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mace on your popcorn. Mace on your face. Mace in your airways. Mason, this place. Ingredients. Cayenne pepper sauce. Salt. Maltodextrin, dextrose, butter, vinegar. So it's got the vinegar in there, too. This just sounds like chemical warfare. Some more citric acid, some paprika way down there, and so on. Like, I think Geneva might have something to say about this one. This one here? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, hmm. I mean, I think I think Hutto Frigidaire sums it up very well in this two-star review. Wait, hot refrigerator? Hatu. It's, uh, yeah. Hatu. Hatu. Frigidaire. Two stars. Okay. Best. You got to stop giving me that looker. I'm just going to want to keep saying it until that looks resolved. <laughs> I just, it's not going to be, re- I don't know why this person's name is hot refrigerator. <laughs> I'm... Best used as a prank. Oh no, don't do this. Don't do this. That's a bad idea. Spiciness level is mild. However, the dust that comes out is super, super fine. It's impossible to bite down without inhaling some. Have watched eight people try it so far, from big guys to little girls. No one... (laughs) Uh, 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 Going off the rails. No one was annoyed by the spiciness, but every person coughed and hacked and sneezed because this is a sinus nasal throat irritant. So don't feed it to a child. Essentially useless as a popcorn topping. Hilarious as a practical joke. Don't give it to anyone with asthma. Pro tip. My (laughs) friend died. (laughs) Whoops. One star. Adam D.H. Napalm in a bottle. Oh, fuck. It's what I would imagine eating napalm would do to my throat and sinuses. You think? I mean, I don't... I feel like we're being a little dramatic. I feel like I feel like maybe we're being a little dramatic with this one, bud. Fine dust that immediately makes its way into your airway and sinuses and starts to burn. Won't be using this again as I enjoy my sense of smell. <laughs> I just enjoy my senses and I'd like to be alive still. Cheryl, two stars. My favorite white cheddar is perpetually out of stock at our local grocery store. So I decided to try this. Oh, no, Cheryl, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Since I love popcorn and could eat buffalo wings at every meal, what could possibly go wrong? See, that's what I I feel like, except for 
I don't eat chicken wings you're anymore. Just eating a big bowl of pho. Just eating a big bowl of vegetarian pho, and you're like, mm, God, I could go for a fucking buffalo wing. I just love buffalo wings, <clears throat> and if I am ever presented with the opportunity to eat buffalo wings, it's going to be my choice. Okay, that's fair. So I'm just saying, I, I, this is relatable. I too am a big co- popcorn baby, and I. <sighs> I forgot to mention that. That was my whole... My, that was Your my, whole that, thing was that I I That you're a love, big popcorn baby. I just fucking love popcorn. All right, back up the tape all the way to the start. <laughs> We're raiding the Amazon pantry. We got Colonel Seasons because you're a big popcorn baby. <gasps> that I am. And you love to put stuff on your popcorn, but I you do. use real stuff. This is the fake stuff for everybody else. I'm a pretentious asshole. Let's <laughs> go. Since I love popcorn and can eat buffalo wings at every meal, what could possibly go wrong? Everything. No, no. Everything could go wrong. What have you lost, Cheryl? My nose, throat, and <laughs> eyes are are screaming in protest while my brain is saying, but it's already on your popcorn. You have to eat it. Every bite is another shot of inhaled buffalo seasoning. It's as if I'm doing lines of this stuff instead of eating it. I just hope they have white cheddar at the store next time. Can I tell you, I have never in what, 31... 32? What episode are we on? God, we're on like 41, dude. That's what I meant. (laughs) Never related to a reviewer the way that I am currently relating to Cheryl. Yeah, I know. She's got your number. Because I feel like if if I ever had to write a review, it would be for this reason. Hey, guys. I got this because they didn't have what I wanted, and I almost died. <laughs> so maybe let's not. <laughs> I really like the stuff that's made out of cheese. I don't so much care for the pepper spray. You don't so much care for not being able to breathe or see. <laughs> Those two things I, I kind of want to keep doing. Also, sometimes I feel like maybe we isolate our audience because you and I just used like the codes and terminology that we use with each other. No one, I don't, I think many people are going to be confused by me calling you a big popcorn baby. I think it's going to be fine. She just likes popcorn a lot. That's what we mean. (laughs) She just likes popcorn a lot to the point that she's a big popcorn baby. We have a one star (laughs) review. It's weirder now that you've had to explain it. If we had just owned it, no one would have asked except for my brother. We have a one-star review from Monica. This shit will try to kill you. (laughs) Tell me about it, Monica. You'll choke on almost every piece. My husband had it on two batches of popcorn in a day. What the fuck? (laughs) Is he okay? (laughs) Her husband has a lot to prove. Their their marriage is on the rocks. No fucking shit. My husband had it on two batches of popcorn in a day and got a nosebleed the next day. I... Monica. Monica, is he okay? Monica, are y'all doing okay? All right, we got three more reviews. Let's blast through these motherfuckers. Much like this is blasting through individuals. (laughs) Right? Like the Death Star, we have a three-star review from Rainbow. (laughs) Pepper spray popcorn? Yum! This stuff is the best party gag ever. It's like pepper spray popcorn. You can't eat it without choking to death. Hilarious! (laughs) (laughs) We have a five-star review, big review, from Big Nick 73 Total Death. (laughs) 
couldn't stop sneezing. And me and my brother literally had a sneeze war because of how bad it was. The house filled with powder and we literally died. Also, I can't stop laughing at the reviews because of how relatable it is. I recommend this powder. It brings laughs to family movie night. (laughs) Unless you're asthmatic. Unless you're asthmatic, and then it brings EMTs, Yeah, is what it brings to family movie night. Everyone in the family really enjoys Jumanji, except for little Timmy, (laughs) who had to go away for a while. Who died. (laughs) Except for this isn't a Christmas carol. (laughs) Little Timmy had to crawl inside his bubble for that movie. Oh, no. We have a five-star review from Desprez. (laughs) It's tasty. It doesn't taste like buffalo wing anything, but it's very tasty. And I wanted to end on this one because I just I just appreciate this is this is a magnanimous moment. Yeah. For the life of me, I can't figure out how everyone is having so much difficulty with this seasoning. <laughs> it is a fine powder, but how is everyone coughing and inhaling it? I can't say I've ever had this problem. Are y'all using it wrong? Like the clumsy people in infomercials? What what <laughs> 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 what are y'all doing? Because I, I, it, it was like a majority of the reviews. I mean, I get that. I get that. And I like that it's a magnanimite and this is a magnanimous moment. Mm. But what gall do you need to have <laughs> to come to the one place on the internet where everybody's agreeing something can kill you? The, the one place. The one place. Because everywhere else, even the stuff that kills you changes. Even the stuff that protects you from measles. <laughs> that never changes. There is one thing. There is Everyone one thing. else is wrong. We can't agree on it. Yeah. Um, but everybody is agreeing for one, one time on the internet. Hey, this stuff, well, they don't agree if it's funny or not. <laughs> but they all agree this could kill you. This is like bad. What? Who do you need to be <laughs> to go there and say, do you think you're doing it wrong? Are you like those people that are looking at your toasters really frustrated <laughs> on the TV? Are you the, are you the woman who keeps trying to horizontal toast? <laughs> like just slapping the toaster with the slice of bread over and over again? Are you that woman that's trying to flip an egg and it just like explodes? <laughs> it just like flips all the way out of her house? Are you that woman? Like, I just, I've never seen anyone so bold in my life. We've done it, folks. We found him. I'm tired. Right? This it's has, been a long week. This has made me tired. It's Friday night, and it's been a long week. And if you want to get in touch with us, if you enjoyed this episode, you can reach us at... Via email at forevercritic at gmail.com or on Twitter at Critic Everyone. At this point, it's basically like a button. I, <laughs> I you, know. You basically just turn into a tape recorder for a second. <laughs> I do it because I always say it in the same tone because I like have memorized it so much. So I go from like croaky under the stairs like grandma who eats <laughs> children straight into like my phone voice. <laughs> um. Uh, All the podcasts ask you to leave reviews on iTunes. It genuinely is important. We would appreciate it if you did it for us, too, though. We do know uh, from our recent uh, recent experiences trying to log into iTunes that it can be a bit of a pain in the ass. 
uh, but we would very much appreciate it. Yeah. If you could also, more importantly, just kind of tell your friends because at this point, friends. I don't think iTunes or iTunes reviews are going to do that nope, much. We're not, not trying to chart. We're not trying to chart right now. We just want like, you know, maybe 50 people to listen. So if you could just tell a friend, if you haven't already told a friend and you could, or if you have told all your friends or if you don't know anybody, well, thanks for trying. We appreciate it. I've helped a lot with this outro. I feel like I've done a really good job with this one. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm, I mean, you said you're tired, so I'm trying to do the heavy <laughs> lifting here. I appreciate that. I'm trying to lift the big car like the Hulk and, you know. And you're doing a good I'm job. I'm hulking out all over this outro. Thank you so much. And uh, as always, we'll catch you next Wednesday. He winked at you. <laughs>